0: Today, I would like to talk about the second item of the essential dharmas of daily practice. Let me first read it. The mind is originally free from delusion, but delusions arise in response to sensory conditions. Let us restore the wisdom of our true nature by letting go of delusions. Our mind originally has three innate qualities, which are equanimity, wisdom, and righteousness. However, as we face different sensory conditions, we lose the original state of our mind, and disturbances, delusions, and wrongdoings arise, which lead us to suffering. In traditional Buddhist teaching, greed, hatred, and delusion are known as the three poisons the three unwholesome roots that cause most of our problems it is slightly different that one Buddhist teaching includes wrongdoing separately as one of the three negative aspects of mind. in one Buddhism greed and hatred or anger are placed under the category of disturbances. It is good to know this difference to understand one Buddhist teaching. However, this is not fundamental differences, because in a sense, wrongdoings are the variation of the disturbances or delusions. We become deluded when we are angry, and vice versa. We commit wrongdoings because you are deluded, and vice versa. It is like the chicken and the egg. We can't really say which happens first and causes the others. In each situation we face, there are subtle differences. But these three Our qualities of our mind are closely related. The first three items of the essential dharmas of daily practice tells us that the spirit faces two tasks. One involves the need to clear away, and the other involves the need to cultivate. Mr. Chasan the fourth Hetama Master of One Buddhism says in his book The Principle and the Training of the Mind. Um, you know, he tends to speak pretty straightforwardly, and in the book he says The ridiculous junk, the leaders, the spirit word must somehow be cleared away. And the true metal of the original nature must be cultivated so that it thrives. From this comes the threefold study: cultivation of spirit, inquiry into human affairs and universal principles, and choice in action. The purpose of each practice of threefold study is to cultivate and restore the equanimity, wisdom and righteousness of our original Buddha nature. Today I'd like to talk about delusion as one piece of the ridiculous junk that litters the spirit, according to Master Chaza. Delusion is ignorance. It is our confusion or our misperception of reality. The spectrum of delusion is very broad, from a simple misunderstanding of something in our daily life to the ignorance of the universal principle. No matter what it is, if you fail to understand the nature of things as they are, I would say you are deluded. Let's think about when we become deluded. Delusion stems from all kinds of sensory conditions. But the most typical are the sign of the self and the pride, the ego, in other words. When we are hindered by false notion or preconception or labeling that the ego has accumulated, we become fixated. We are blinded by this, and the result is ignorance. The thought of, I know better than you, or I am more experienced than you, are examples. These thoughts prevent us from learning from others or accepting things that tells us the truth. We will end up becoming a stubborn narrow-minded persons who think we are always right. Delusion also commonly arises when we have liking or disliking. As our eyes contact with the sensory world with all its forms and sights, liking or disliking occurs in our mind. We tend to become deluded and cannot see things as they are when we are attached to something. For example, you may not be able to recognize the mistakes or faults of those you like because you think he or she is always nice and great, while you easily fail to see the strength and merit of those you do not like. This is not just about people. When it comes to things that we like or dislike, same thing happens. When I purchase things online, I read the reviews of the item pretty scrupulously. However, when it is something I really want to buy, I tend to read positive reviews only. I don't read the one-star or two-star reviews. Instead, I only read five-star reviews. Or even if I read the negative reviews, I tend to ignore them because I already have the positive image of the item in my mind. I've been aware of this tendency within me. I think this is kind of interesting psychology. When it comes to do with something that we are strongly attached, we tend to ignore the results of doing or having certain things and rationalize our choice, which sometimes ends up being a big trouble. I have been observing this tendency in many people as well as myself. I remember I watched a Korean TV show where a famous Korean movie director talks about his parents. In Korea, the SAT test is kind of a national event. It's very competitive. Korean students study only for this big day to enter the university they want. The director said his dad drove him to the school on the test day and waited at the gate to see his son enter the building. When the director looked back, his dad, still standing at the gate, suddenly shouted out out loud, Whatever it takes, Do everything in your power to do well. The director was so embarrassed by this because, you know, it obviously implies even cheating. He said he could not even focus on the exam during the first hour because he felt like everyone was watching him to see if he was cheating or not. Apparently, he jokingly shared this episode to amuse people, to amuse the audience. However, it is true that parents' love toward their children sometimes lead them to become biased. So we need to always be on guard to see if we are deluded. By our liking or disliking, especially when we make an important choice, important decision. This is why those who practice to cultivate the spirit try not to entertain craving or greed in responding to any matter. Illusion is a sort of thing. When we are angry, at least we know that we are angry. However, when it comes to delusion, we often don't even know that we are deluded. This is why it takes more effort to let go of delusion than disturbances. In the second item of the essential dharmas of daily practice, it says, let us restore the wisdom of our original nature by letting go of delusions. How can you let go of delusion? The first and foremost thing to do is to recognize that we are deluded. Ask yourself every day, This question, did I experience delusion in my mind today? Did I experience delusion in my mind today? This simple question brings us the moment of pause and create some space to think from a different perspective. Reflect on what you felt, spoke, and chose to do today. And see if there was any deluded mind. Do this espe- especially when you have a difficult sensory conditions and become disturbed. Under most disturbances, anger, hatred, or resentment, there lies some sort of ignorance or delusion. We sometimes become upset because we think we are right and the other person is wrong. I think to be right and to be wise doesn't mean the same. To be wise means that you can embrace both perspectives and be in the shoes of the other person even when you think you are right. Always. Ask yourself humbly if you are experiencing any delusion in mind. You don't have to find the answer right away. Just to maintain this attitude of asking this question is the basis that leads us to greater wisdom. Because when you have this attitude of humbleness, You want to learn. You want to read. You want to ask other people and listen to their opinions. This is how we cultivate wisdom. In one Buddhist teaching, there are six practices to cultivate our wisdom. They are scripture study, lecturing, dharma conversation, Kuan or spiritual questioning, and dharma journaling. These are designed to cultivate our wisdom with balance through reading, writing, speaking, and contemplating. And through these practices, you also use your own power and uh, you use the teachings from others. If I only had contemplated on the question of delusion by myself and not learning from the enlightened teachers, I would not have had any understanding of the way things are interdependent and impermanent. As the spectrum of wisdom is broad, there are different approaches to cultivate the wisdom and attain awakening. Another thing a little different from traditional Buddhist teaching is that when it comes to wisdom, one Buddhism practices inquiry into both human affairs and universal principles. while the traditional Buddhism focuses on wisdom or prajna that emanates from the Buddha nature. Comprehending all human affairs, as well as all principles of our mind and universe, are regarded as indispensable practice in one Buddhism. In the verse 2 of chapter 3, practice in the scripture, the Founding Master explains the five quickest expedients for practitioners to attain the power of inquiry in both action and rest. Let me introduce it. First, in all your actions, strive to gain knowledge regarding that particular matter. Second, strive to exchange opinions with teachers and colleagues. Third, if any doubt arises, strive to resolve it by following the proper order of inquiry. Fourth, strive diligently to study the Scripture. Fifth, after deepening your acquaintance with our Scriptures, broaden your knowledge and perspective by consulting the Scriptures of previous religious schools. The first thing Mr. Sotesan says here is to try to gain knowledge regarding the matter you are handling, whatever it is. This tells us that Mr. Sotesan does not see the principle of worldly affairs and the principle of the universe as separate things. His disciples said that Mr. Sote-san even taught them how to sweep the yard with brooms and how to mop the floor with more efficiency. This kind of forms, one Buddhist spirit of work and practice are not separate. I have found uh, the same thing from the teachers I have met in one Buddhism. They taught me that the inquiry into human affairs and the inquiry into universal principles are not separate. Lamp light illuminate, illuminates all directions except directly underneath. Just like that. We are well aware of others' faults, but may be blind to our own illusion or delusions. I hope we all cultivate and restore our innate light of wisdom, the limitless light and life within ourselves, by practicing the second item of the essential dharmas of daily practice. Today, before you go to bed, remember this question. Did I experience any delusion today? Thank you.